Yeah. I want to I sort of move this, move this on a little bit. Um, because obviously you make your debut. We're talking about your debut. We haven't even talked about your debut. But you make your debut, right? I don't know how. We, we, we've really drifted off there. You, you make your debut. You make your debut in the Europa League. Mm. Um, it's a long way. We've gone a long way. Go so, yeah. We might have to go to the toilet in a minute. <laughs> you first in. Um, do you remember your debut? Do you remember yeah. your debut Fulham? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that I, I, I left the oven on at home. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what? Like, Rowing is a person. Rowing <laughs> is a person. I didn't have the best prep for that game, admittedly. Yeah? Didn't. I had chicken nuggets. Okay. Um, didn't have the prep that I would have normally. Uh, it, it, <coughs> we, I, I've not played a proper game before. I didn't know how to do it. And it was at home. So when you're away, you have the privilege yeah, of like, yeah, in the yeah. hotel, everyone feeds right. I was living by myself at this point, and I'm like, oh, chicken nuggets, yeah, no problem, kind of. And then I left the oven on, I remember, because I went home and the oven's there. And I'm like, anyway, yeah, I... <laughs> you went back? Did I had to turn it off? <laughs> no, when I went back home after the game. Oh, right, your house had it exploded. Hadn't exploded, yeah, no, God. I was buzzing, right. I okay. remember yeah. that. Yeah. Um, Europa League game, yeah. Um, nervous, very nervous. Last game of the group. Fulham fans won't be happy, because we were knocked out that day. Um... <laughs> It was surreal, you know, playing, being extremely... I actually think I played all right. I mean, Fulham fans may disagree because we got knocked out. I played all right for a young guy who's not really played before. Uh, made a few good saves, a few crosses. Um, what was it? I think the, the, the result was 2-2. Was but it was <coughs> surreal. I think we pretty much were through at this point. Yeah. And the bottom of the group were playing top of the group. And they hadn't won a game all competition. And they were away from home. You know, the, the home team at the top of the group, they were at home. So it was like, there was no chance they were going to win. So we were, this is like a free hit. We were going to go through. All of a sudden, obviously, I think, I think off the top of my head, we went 2-0 up or 2-1 or something. It was 2-1 until late in the game. It was 2-1 until the last, the last minutes of the game. They conceded, it was 2-2. You know, we obviously hit at the same time because the games are kicking off simultaneously. That the bottom of the group have just beaten top of the group in a last-minute goal as well. We got knocked out. Yeah. Um, massive sucker punch because it wasn't just uh, we drew. We were out of the cup, um, and that was the t- sort of time of so- start of social media. So yeah, um, it was tough for me to take mentally and read things. And because it was, it was, I think it was magnified because it was a late free kick. Mm. The goal was a free kick. The goal came from a free kick. It kind of went around the wall. That was the first goal. First goal. That was the first. First goal. goal. Yeah. The second one was it was it from a cross Gemba, a Gemba, quite yeah. close range finish, wasn't yeah. it? But one of the goals was was from a free kick. Yeah. Mm, I remember reading some stuff. It was like, could he have done better? I was like, yeah, possibly. It was one of those which wouldn't have been a factor if you'd have gone through. It wouldn't have been a factor. No one would have probably have said anything. No. But for for you, was that quite a harsh lesson? In the fact that, like, that even at that level, it's 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 ruthless. It was, it's absolutely it was, ruthless. It's, welcome to men's football. Yeah, do whatever it takes to win. When you're talking about the wall, so I'm there. I'm right in the academy. Right, I'm setting up my wall. I'm in line with the post, and he has to be in line with that, and that's in line with the ball. So if you if you don't know if you can remember, I'm lining my wall up, mm-hmm. academy style, bang bang bang. He moves the ball. He picks the ball up. He moves the ball half a yard so he could get it around the outside of the wall. Now you can only see that on the video replay. 
it's the experience that he's got that I haven't got to yeah. go check my wall again. Yeah. So maybe not take my eye off the ball and always check it. So yeah. he doesn't do something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit different now with the spray. But even look at the yeah, spray yeah. nowadays. You, there's a ref puts the spray down. The players will pick the spray up and they'll put it yeah, about yeah. two yards. It's little, little, little things and mar uh, fine margins. I'm sure you've heard it many a times. It's not just win a game. It's to whether you make it. It's whatever it is. It's 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 the it's, it's everything you know the, the, to win and be a professional because ultimately that was your, your sole appearance it was my only appearance for, for the, the club, club. Yeah, it was my only appearance for the club yeah the club. so bit of a bit of a you know to leave the club the way that you know if that only being my first and last appearance was a bit upsetting yeah he already made his Askels debut and he's played a lot of games for the Philippines before he came to that point yeah I want to try to move the conversation on a little bit um to a period in your career that from an outsider looking in um, is, is, is been pivotal for you. Um, I want to talk about the Maldives, um, the, the, the Challenge Cup qualifiers. A lot of people have spoken about the Maldives trip in, yeah. in sort of different terms. Yeah, we talk about the, the boat and uh, you know, the, the fact that we nearly died, but that's another yeah. story. Um, but for you, it was a... <sighs> A, a tournament that is, is memorable for completely different different reasons. Um, I remember you starting the, the first game yeah. um, against Afghanistan, and it was at that time the, the, you and Roland were obviously it was it was quite a it was a quite a, it was quite a battle to see he was going to be number one. I mean, Roland was on top of his game. You was obviously you know. Um, um, well, they haven't played that much with, with, with Fulham, but a top goalkeeper. But it, it wasn't a clear-cut decision by any stretch of the imagination, and you sort of won out that battle in, in the initial um, for the initial game against Afghanistan. And then, of course, you you got injured. Um, what else can you can you remember from from that that competition, from that tournament? Do you want me to go back, or do you want me to just? From you can go back. You can rewind. That season was the hardest season of my career. Yeah, one of the hard one of the hardest seasons of my career. Wow. Started the season off, um, got an opportunity to play at Crew, Crew Alexandra, yeah. on loan. Um, only been out on loan once before that to Bristol Rovers. Um, Crew Alexandra played a couple of that games, playing really well, causing a little bit of a, uh, a stir in League One, you know. Um, good publicity, you know, the whole played more national team games for his country than he has league appearances. I can't remember how many games in, maybe 10 games, maybe. I pulled my quad, last kicks of the game. You know, I remember I was kicking uphill a little bit. We were winning the game, I think, and I just tried to strike one and I pulled my quad. Uh, first time I proper had a serious injury. Mm. And I don't actually know how many times I pulled my quad that season. I mean, you're going on four or five times. So I think I tried to get back fit quickly and it went again. Then there was a situation where Martin Stecklenberg, who's a goalkeeper, number one at the time, had just um, got injured. And I f who, who would have played? Stockdale would have played, mm -hmm. I think. And they were saying to me, it's between you and Stecklenburg who's going to sit on the bench. And I'm probably realistically 
still 10 days, two weeks away from being fully fit. But I was, about a week, let's say a week. Mm-hmm. But I was slightly fitter than Steck and Steck had just said, no, I'm, I'm not playing the game. And he didn't, obviously he wasn't going to play, he wasn't going to sit on the bench. <laughs> so they wanted, Neil, will you go on the bench? And I was like, well, I can't, well, you know, I'm 20, I'm still young, you yeah. know, I'm still immature, shall I say. And I couldn't really say anything. So I said, yeah, why not? I, I sit on the bench. Half time, I pull my quad again. So I think that's like the third time. Then I tried to get back on my quad. I remember like I'm lifting be the heaviest weights I've ever lifted, but I couldn't kick a football. It wouldn't, for whatever reason, mechanically, I couldn't kick a football. I was, my quad was flexible, stretchy. So strength, fantastic. But that kicking a ball, my, my quad just wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. And at the time, the goalkeeping coach for the, the reserve team was like, look, Neil, you're up. You, Fulham are struggling this year. We're, we're struggling. And Neil, you need to go out and play games. You know, you might be the number one next year. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Or you might be in contention for number one. You might, um, you know, you need to go out and put some, get some games under your belt. And, and I needed to anyway, yeah. you know, regardless of the Fulham situation. So I was clipping a ball, I got back to some sort of fitness and I was clipping the ball to the halfway line. And I remember being like, oh, I'm a fit. And the, guy, and the guy, the coach at the time was like, do you think you're fit? Do you think you're fit? And, and as a young pro, you, you, yeah, yeah, I'm fit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, no problem. Right, because crew want you on loan and you go back to crew on loan. So I'm there like, is it the right decision? I'm not sure, yeah, but I need to go and play games. Yeah, I'm up at a contract at the end of the season. All right, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Sign the paperwork. I'm going on loan. Tuesday night game. Can't remember who it was away against. Uh, anyway, relevant. First 20 minutes, quad goes again. You know, this is probably February time. Um, I just didn't know. I mean, I didn't know if I was ever going to recover, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I didn't. And I did. And then, you know, we changed manager to Felix McGaff. Um, the club was struggling in the Premier League at the time. There was no way of me getting back into that first team squad. So I was just thinking about myself, like getting fit, trying to do as much as I could. Um, and then we get to the, the Challenge Cup. Um, and I, and I, I thought I was good. I thought my, my body was, was fine. So we traveled over to the Maldives. I was training. I was actually training really well. I actually remember training really, really well. well. Um, because I knew there was competition like Chris said you know Roland's a very very good goalkeeper at this time of his career he played a lot more games than me was more experienced than me Um, massive credit to him you know he pushed me and I pushed him at this point and I was fortunate enough to to, to get the number one shirt to play and I remember getting through the game with no problems got through training no problem this is the weirdest thing and for whatever reason, during the game, I think after 80, 85 minutes, I remember just kicking yeah. a ball out and, and my quad went again. And I was out of the, the team, you know, obviously with, with the Azcows. I didn't have a contract at Fulham. I didn't even know at this point whether I was going to be kept on at yeah. Fulham or not. Can you remember how it happened? Yeah, I, f- I found out on Sky Sports News that I got released. Yeah, Did I think someone told me. Do you know who it was? You? It was me. Yeah, I remember, I think we were watching Sky Sports News and it came along across the bottom of the screen. Yeah. Released players from Fulham near Lethbridge. Um, so I didn't know. We were in the Maldives at the time? Yeah. 
So we was in the hut. So remember, we, uh, we was watching Sky Sports. I was in the room. So I'm, I'm in the room with Rob, Rob Gear. You was getting treatment with Rob in the medical room. It's come up on the screen. So I'm thinking, have I read that right? And I remember going on my phone and then checking skysports.com and I remember like screenshotting it and then sending it to you. And then you were like, oh, thanks for letting me know. But yeah. there, there, were, there were a lot of players released that season, right? It was, there was a transition period of the club and the, you know, we just got relegated and the manager at the time wanted to get rid of a lot of first team players, players that he didn't seem to be relevant to the club. And I was one of them. Um, didn't help that I was obviously injured. Uh, and obviously rubbing salt into the wound as I got injured first game, get first game um, in a very successful competition for the, for the, for the, for the national team. Yeah. Uh, and it was tough, you know. Um, I still wanted to be a part of it as hard as it was watching you guys. Mentally, that's always really tough. You know, I can't do anything. Um, couldn't even train. It was with me more than you guys. <laughs> yeah. In the stands. But, but yeah. You didn't handle it well, did you? No, I didn't. I mean... Do you remember, do you remember the final? Yeah. Uh, no. Do you remember what happened before the game? No. The final. One of the things I remember most about that competition, it's got nothing to do with the football, it's got nothing to do with the boat. But I remember we were walking out onto the pitch, we were doing like the little sort of pre-game, just normal stuff, checking the field, you know. And I, I was walking out with you. And all of a sudden, like, you started getting a bit sniffly, like, I could see you getting visibly upset. Mm. And all of a sudden, you start crying. Mm. Like, not uncontrolled, but you were sobbing, mm. sobbing. And I'm thinking, Oh my God, like, because obviously, you, like you said, you, when you're in the, when, it's the final, right? So you, you're, in your, you're in the zone, you're in that mindset of like, right, I'm just focusing on my job, my task. I had a good semi-final, so I was yeah, thinking, yeah, I was, I was, I'm ready, right, I've got my chance, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play. And then all of a sudden I've got, forget, and, I, and I literally thought to myself, bloody hell, he's had a tough, tough yeah. sort of two, two weeks here. You know, and, and it all sort of compounded because it was quite an emotional tournament yeah. anyway, for, for reasons that obviously a lot of people know about with the boat and, it was, we were so isolated, you know, out in the Maldives. We were li literally, weren't we? We were so, we were so far away from yeah. everyone. And then obviously it was compounded with the fact that you're away from home, you're not playing, and then you get that news and then you, you're out there and then the realisation hit you that, yeah, hell, this is a really big moment I think and I'm going to miss it. A little bit before that, I think people don't know this part, is that um, your flight's booked. Your flight's booked for the group stage, isn't it? Yeah. And then we got through to the semi-final yeah. straight away. Yeah. I remember having a conversation with, with Coach Dooley at the time, and I said, um, I said, do you want me to stay? Uh, and I was like, uh, uh, it, mentally, I'm like, uh, uh, let, me st let me stay because I want to be a part of the team. Yeah. You know, I am that character, arrogant or whatever you want to call it. Like, I am still going to be a team player. Know everyone on the team, want to support them. And he was a little bit like, yeah, if you want to. And I was like, wow, okay. I was your, your number one going into this competition. Mm. And you've gone, if you want to, all right. But anyway, I stayed and I said to Dan Palami, I said, no, no, let me stay. 
I want to see the rest of the competition, support the boys. I mean, they could have sent me home, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. because they're like, well, we can't, we can't but, use you. Just. I, I remember a similar, uh, similar thing uh, in Nepal. He got red carded in, uh, in the semifinal and he could have gone home if mm. he stayed mm. yeah. for, the, it, for the third place game. So probably by the time I got to you on the day of the final, I think I had broken down. I think I'd broken down mentally um, because it just... Success without you, you know, when you didn't feel a part of it, it's always hard. Yeah, really it's always difficult. hard. Really and um, even, Of course, I wanted us to win the the game of course but deep down would I felt a part of it the honest answer no. is no I wouldn't have I wouldn't have felt like I'd done anything to help you guys to get where you, you got and Roland in credit to him had a fantastic yeah. tournament fantastic yeah. tournament was... and you know he's playing out of his skin you know really really was and that's never it's, it's great for the team it's not great to see when you're he's your competitor <laughs> of course but you know massive credit to him um, yeah it just broke down I was just like didn't feel a part of it at all and yeah, and yeah after that I went back home I was out of contract um, and one year into buying a new house, thinking this Premier League bubble will never burst. And it didn't burst, it just burst, collapsed, you know, capitulated, everything, whatever you want to word you want to say, it, my world just came crumbling down. Mm. Um, the reality of football, the reality of life, everything. Yeah. Um, and, and, stupid stupidly of me and selfishly and 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 it's a big regret of mine and yeah i did uh, well just shortly after that we had another international if you remember yeah and i was out of contract still it was a summer internationals um peace cup it could have been maybe peace cup yeah peace cup when it was left out yeah and I was fit at this point, you know, a couple yeah. of months have flown by and stuff and I was, I was ready and I didn't have anything, do you know what I mean? I didn't have a club to go to or anything like that and I remember the, the, the team being, the squad being announced for, for the national team for the next Peace Cup and as I said, idiotically of me and, and naive and stupidly, I, I, I went to Twitter and lashed out at Coach Dooley, basically, yeah. um, wrongfully. Um, wasn't a good thing to do, obviously. What did you say again? Kick a good man when he's down. Was it? Was it was? It was a long Yeah, it was totally left. Yeah, it was kick a man when he's down. I mean, you know, it, it, it's something that I thought, it's something that I probably should have kept behind closed doors. Should I have called him? Should I have called Dan? Yes, I went to social media. That was wrong. Um, should I have travelled? Yes. For all the things that I had done for the national team for the longest time, should I have been called up out of respect? Yes. You know, that doesn't always happen in our industry or in, in any walk of life. Um, and, and yeah, that was me out of the national team for, for a fair few, fair few months for, uh, after that. Yeah. A few months, yeah. Yeah, a fair few months. Only because I think Roland going into the World Cup qualifiers decided that he, he was going to get married, I think, at the time. Right. And take a break. Um, I remember being in the Philippines and getting the news that Coach actually Dooley did actually call me and say, "Do you want to? You know, this is the situation. Right. We'll come back to the team." And I don't know. Before that, I think I think even me maybe before that actually I came back into the team. But I was I was on the bench. I think I was Bahrain away, and I sat on the bench. Yeah. Um, surreal for me sitting on the bench in the national team after being. 
in a way iconic to the, to, to where yeah. we got to. Um, Quite humbling for you. No, no, no. You just had to take it. Just had to take it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's true. Like you know, maybe in a way it was humbling, but like as I said, winners don't lie down and just take it and yeah. and roll over. There's, I'm not. That's not in. That's not in me to do that. Um. Because you haven't got a club at this point, right? Yeah. You're clubless at yeah. this point. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the, what the frustration was, that the national team was the only thing that, that I had. Yeah. yeah. You know? And then if they take that away, it's like, oh, well, I've got nothing now. Cheers. Yeah. You know, thanks. Um, what am I going to do now? So that was um, the point when you, you know, thought about, like, this is not for me. 100%. You know, I'm not in the national team. I haven't got a club. I've got overheads that I haven't got even. <laughs> I haven't got a... I haven't got an income at this point. I've got, you know, thousands of pounds coming out for mortgage payments, you know, cars that I'd had from the Premier League, um, a lifestyle that I was accustomed to. Uh, yeah, it was just a big, big, big transition. It was humbling. That part was humbling. Yeah. Now so, looking back at it. Yeah, so at this point, no club, not with a national team. What are you doing? Are you you're on the phone to agents you went for you know an opportunity you went for a trial are you are you actively trying to keep yourself fit like how this period is quite a dark and tumultuous period for you like how how are you trying to navigate this which is pretty much it's uncharted territory for you how, how are you sort of navigating that landscape i'm on the phone to agents i'm talking to people i'm, I'm finding out what's going on who's going where what's going to yeah. happen um I remember calling Ben Roberts up, mm -hmm. who is now at Brighton, the goalkeeping coach at Brighton, was at Charlton. Uh, and he said, if you want, I mean, come, come train with us if you want, like to keep fit in the off season until something pops up. Mm. And oh, bit of geography, I'm living southwest London, Charlton's southeast, isn't it really? So it's a good hour and a half hour and 15 minute drive but no problem no fines I was travelling there and back to train to keep fit to do whatever and um, the manager really liked me Bob Peters I won't forget him Bob Peters really really liked me as a, as a goalkeeper as a person yeah. um, um, and Ben Roberts said to me hey they, they want to offer you a contract they're, they're in the championship at this point but we're going to bring someone else in we're going to bring someone else in but they really want you here so I'm like yeah let's do this let's do this bearing in mind I've been a Premier League squad player, earning good money at Fulham. I, I didn't know the real world out there, you know. I, I turned down Leighton Orient, who looking back at it, offered me very good money at the time. <laughs> um, and Charlton offered me not even as good wages as, as what League, League One Leighton Orient did. And I turned around and I was like, I can't accept this. I'm really sorry, but like, I've got a mortgage to pay for and I need this, I need more money. Looking back on it, should have taken it, should have sold everything I got, even though I eventually I did, did do, do, do that. Um, so I turned that contract down at, 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 at Charlton. Um, and obviously that was a bit of a strange one because obviously Ben Roberts is there like, I don't think you can come back to train with us just yet because you just turned down the contract <laughs> from the club. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I didn't and, and then I thought, and then there was a situation at QPR where I went in for a week trial with Harry Redknapp at the manager. Uh, I trained really well, honestly. I'm, you know, I'm not usually one to blow my own trumpet. I trained really, really well that like the whole summer, 
and I didn't have enough experience. Uh, they were looking for someone else. They had the funds to bring in Alex McCarthy at the time. Robert Green was the number one. Just didn't just didn't fit, you know. Mm. Just didn't fit. Didn't get a contract uh, for one reason or the other. Um, the summer's going on. The summer's going on. You know, it's getting closer to the start of the season yeah. now. So then I go on trial to um, to Wolverhampton Wanderers. I think they're in League One at the time. Maybe the Championship. Not can't remember. I think maybe yeah. I think the Championship actually. I think they're okay. going to be promoted to the Champ. Um, trained out of my skin, honestly, like really, really well. Um, Kenny Jacket pulled me and was like, "I really like you as a goalkeeper, but I just need to bring someone else in with more experience um, who can just settle the boat." And they, they ended up taking Thomas Krusiak, who just got released from Man United. Yeah. So, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So then I went. Uh, I, I was active. You know, I was I was messaging people on social media, go, coaches that I knew, everyone I knew in the industry, um, to basically to keep myself in the game. And it just wasn't happening. I went on, I, and, and turning point for me was I think I went on a two-day trial to Exeter. Uh, do you know the story? Yeah, no story. So I went on the, like a, a couple-day trial to Exeter. I was like, they just had a pre-season game or whatever. League two. League two. Yeah. League two. Um, I went there, and the, the coach was really, really happy with me, and. But once again, like uh, pretty much after day one, he was like, we'd love to sign you, but we just can't afford you. They didn't even talk money with me. They yeah. just said, oh, we can't take you. We can't afford you. Um, I remember just sitting down in an Airbnb um, that they put me up in one evening and just breaking down. Yeah. But that was me. I'm done. Like football is not for me in this country. I can't do anything. I'm, I'm just lost. Um, my face doesn't fit whatever I'm offering I mean I'm I'm messaging people that I know um, offering to play for League 1 League 2 clubs for nothing like don't don't pay me just play me yeah <laughs> and they just couldn't they didn't do it they couldn't do it and, how, how was that for your morale like I mean it must be demoralising just getting knocked back after knocked back after knocked back yeah, at this point, I said the sold sold personal items. The house was on the market. Um, it went through quite quickly, so I knew it was near the end of the road for me in, in the UK. Um, morale wise, no one could pick me up. You know, friends, family. I was just like. I think the worst thing was I didn't know what to do. You know, I think we talk about, you know, I, I sugarcoat it and say like, hey, but you know, I was two steps away from going back to, to Asia and playing football. But I wasn't even a part of the national team at this point. Yeah. You know, and, and, and at this point, not many of our players are playing in Thailand or Malaysia or whatever. And yeah. I didn't know that market. Did I, have a, did I know an agent who could take me there? No, I didn't. I don't have those connections. I remember we spoke on the phone yeah and I remember you sort of disclosing that you were sort of at a bit of a loose end and you just didn't see how it was going to progress and I think he mentioned that he'd be open to potentially moving out to Asia and he said I think you were sort of saying like you know maybe 
just speak if you know anyone speak to some people and I remember I spoke to um, to a guy Zesh Raymond yep. Zesh was the captain of Pakistan but he, he's from um, he's from England then he, he played he'd done the circuit he was playing in Hong Kong at the time he was playing in Hong Kong right yeah and, but he'd done he played in Malaysia, Thailand he'd, yeah. played, he'd played all over the place really well connected and I remember he sort of put some figures out and he came back and he was like no just just ain't gonna happen I was like Scratch my head thinking, hold on a minute, we've got his Asian passport holder, he's a top goalkeeper, like great attitude. If he can't get something here, where is he going to go? Mm. Like, where are you going to go? Like, it was getting to the point where I was like, is, and I did, did, with all due respect to the local league, right? I played here and I coached here, but I was like, if he comes here, that is going to be the biggest travesty. Mm. Yeah. An absolute travesty if he comes here. Like, oh, I, It'd be great for the league, great for the profile, but for him personally, it would be a disaster. It mm. would be an admission of this is the end. Yeah, <laughs> right. This is the end, really. I would have told. I would have told him like if he, he if he decided to come here, like. But I have a choice. You have a choice. The thing. If I wanted to, to, I mean, you know, football in a sense was all I knew. And yeah. I'm 23, 24 at the time. That's all I've known for my whole my whole life up until now, and. Bang, gone. Like and like you said, can't get anything in Asia. Mm. No one in the UK what really fancies me. No one wants to take a punt on me. Oh, what do what you know? This has been a well documented, uh, you know, the tough time of Neil's career, and you know the the couch story that uh, yeah uh, that that everyone was you know raving about after you gained that promotion. Yeah, I mean. That comes after short. I mean, I I don't I can't remember exactly where I was. I think I was in my car, and I got a phone call from an, a UK agent, and he says, uh, "I got you, I got you a gig. I got you a club. If you want it, two hundred pound a week. Oldham near Manchester. They're struggling in League One. He's like, I don't know if you're going to play or not, but if you want to fancy it, it's there for you. Two hundred pound a week is about twelve thousand pesos a week. Yeah." It's not crazy money. <laughs> no, it's not crazy there money. People in the UFL at the time probably earning more money than that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. people probably working nine to fives, and no disrespect, the Superfood market yeah. in the UK are picking up more than that, you yeah. know. And um, what, what other choice did I have? I said, yeah, I'll take it. Let's go, you know. So I go up to Oldham, I sign the contract, and um, who's the manager at Oldham at the time? Do Lee, you research on your own Lee, clubs? I know, Lee Johnson was the manager. Lee Johnson? Yeah, he was the manager. Then. Jono, was a Brighton with me? Um, Interesting character. Yeah, so... He, I remember signing there, and yep. then I, I, I sat on the bench the first game against Bristol City, funnily enough. Um, Who's now the manager? Who's now the manager. <laughs> yeah. um, and, they, and they went on to Storm League One that year. Uh, we only lost 2-0, and he went mad after the, the game. Mad, mad. And I didn't think you needed to, because we were like one end of the table and they were one they were going to clearly run away of the league because yeah. I think they just got relegated the year before um, so I didn't play didn't play in the next game didn't play in the next game sat on the bench I only, I only signed there for I think like two months right. you know um, and I had an opportunity we were playing the Johnson's Paint against Preston midweek who were in the championship strong physical team um, Johnson's Paint trophy for those who don't know is like your fourth tier 
cup competition. Yeah, right? it's basically a lot of chances for other people to get games. Basically, it's right? It's basically the competition where the Premier League are excluded from. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's like the the FA Cup take away the Premier League. The Premier League. Um, one one final score. Still one one. I think. Uh, come into the game. I know it might have gone straight to penalties. I don't think it was extra time. Went straight to penalties. Blah blah. Carries on. Save one. They score a few. Anyway, it gets down to ten. I don't know. Not ten ten. But there's ten players taking a penalty. Goes through. It goes through all the way to the goalkeeper. That never happens anyway. So I sit. I stand there. Um, I can't remember the last time I took a penalty. I don't think I'll take one again. So um, now, sorry, just to clear this up, right? You're going back to your striker days now. Oh, right? wow. So, so you you're used to scoring goals. You've already established <laughs> at the top of the show. You are a goal machine. So you're just, you're waiting for the next opportunity to relive that moment. It happens 14, 15 years later. Yeah. And what happened? I absolutely blaze it over the bar. I, I don't know where the ball landed, <laughs> but I think it ended up in Scotland somewhere. <laughs> it was a bad, 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 bad penalty. And... Um, they scored the next one and they went through and the manager obviously wasn't very happy with me. I felt deflated and it's my one chance and I blew it again. Like, here we go. <laughs> like, let's, you know, wish this never happened. Why am I even here? Um, yeah, that wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you play again after that? Was that? That was my last game. That was your last oh, game? One and only game, I one think. And, yeah. One only game for, for, for Oldham. For Oldham, yeah. yeah. So, so I'm not sure how much or who knows after. So a day or two later, um, it's coming towards the, uh, I think it's like the window just opened yeah. uh, at this point and the transfer window we're talking mm -hmm. about. And I'm in the car park and you, you know, mm -hmm. and, yeah. And, yeah. and the the steward who sorts out our cars as we come into the training ground, I'm leaving the training ground at this point. And he goes, you seen the new goalkeeper, mate? And I'm like, geez, I've been here for three weeks now, four weeks now. Like, that's me. You know, I'm, the, I'm that guy. You know, we've actually said hello, funnily enough. He goes, no, 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 we're bringing someone else in. We're bringing... And I'm like, what? Like, what do you mean? He goes, no, we're bringing someone else in. So I'm confused. Like, I knew I wasn't going to play at the weekends. And they, they had the number one, Paul Rehupka, there at the time. I get in my car and I make a few phone calls. Are Oldham bringing in another goalkeeper? Yeah, Paddy Kenny's coming. Ah, okay. Do you think you'll start the weekend? Um, no, I don't think I'll start. I don't think I'll even be in the squad, if I'm honest. Mm. So I get on the phone to a few people and I start driving back towards my mate's house who I'm staying with in Manchester. Um... I think it's the last day of the, the the last day of the transfer window before it reopened again in like a month's time or whatever. So I'm driving back and I'm on the phone to Ben Roberts and Ben Roberts is like, "Do you want to come on loan to us? If I can get this over the line, bearing in mind six months ago you rejected a contract from us on a permanent basis." And I said, "Well, if I can, yeah. I mean, that'd be amazing." So he goes, how much do you want? I go, 200 quid a week. He goes, I don't think that'll be a problem for the club. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, I, so I'm driving back and, and, and all of a sudden, I'm not even at my mate's house yet. And he's like, mate, 
like, this is getting late into the afternoon now. The window closes at like 5 p.m. And like, it's re- it's not 5 p.m. Filipino time. It's 5 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, that's it. So I'm driving, I'm, I'm driving, and he goes, mate, I think we're gonna take you on loan. Our number one's just got injured, Stephen Henderson. Um, the gaffer still likes you. I've got to get this past the chief exec, but for your wages, I think they'll do it. So he goes, drive back to the club because the paperwork we sent. So I remember driving back. I'm like, right, yeah, here we go. <laughs> yes, I'm going to get another chance. Um, and then Lee Johnson calls me and I'm about 20 minutes away from the state training going. He goes, Charlton want to take you on loan. Do you think, do, do you want to, do you want to go? And I said, um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to go if that's all right, Gaffer. Please, you know, I'm not going to get a chance here. Please, can I have a, can I, can I leave the club? So he's like, yeah, okay, just, just, just make your way towards the training ground. And I'm looking at my clock. I wouldn't have made, I wouldn't have made it if I didn't turn back. When I did, I wouldn't have made it. And it was very fortunate. I literally got there like five minutes to five, kind of thing. Um, and he calls me again, he goes, where are you? And I go, I'm just pulled up outside. And he's like, yeah, but you, how? And I'm like, look, <laughs> let me please just sign the documents and, and, and just, I need, my head's all over the place at this point. I'm like, just please, I just need to, to, to play football, or just to be a part of something. Anyway, I signed the contract and I traveled back down to London that night and I trained with Charlton. Uh, we had Nottingham Forest the weekend. I sat on the bench behind Nick Pope. Um, and eventually, funnily enough, I took Nick Pope's place at Charlton. And to be clear, this is Nick Pope, England international now, Nick yeah, Pope. Yeah, yeah, he could play the next game, to be honest. Yeah. Um, took his place. He went on, I took his place, started playing. They brought another goalkeeper so You made your debut against Cardiff. Yeah. I was there. On Boxing Day. On Boxing Day. And Boxing um, Day. I remember that game. Kept a clean sheet as well, I think. Kept a clean sheet. Nil and nil. Um, you get a really shaky first five, ten minutes. I remember you sort of, you went, you went to bowl the ball out mm-hmm. and then you... you he's the gone Joe s- Gomez? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no it was the uh, Ben Hain. I think it's the oh, Ben Hain. Okay. So, so just, just to, to paint the picture, I'm going to try and paint the picture now. Ball's coming to Neil, Neil's caught it and he's gone to roll it. Easy roll, yeah. comfortable roll. And then he sort of thought, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. And he's sort of giving it one of these. And then the ball yes, popped up. Yes, And, the, and I thought, oh, this is a bit... Because <laughs> obviously there's a lot of people in the, in, the, in the stadium. And it's like, it's... Everyone knows it's his first game. And it's like, oh, that's a little bit dodgy. But then I remember later on that half, you come out for a couple of big crosses like in, in, in traffic. And Cardiff at this time had some big monsters. They had... Um, uh, the guy who's been at Southampton, the big striker um, from Trinidad. Kevin Jones. Kevin Jones. Jones. So Kevin Jones was up top, you know, balls getting lumped into him all the time. Um, Obviously, some of your teammates now are still still there. there. Um, And uh, yeah, so it wasn't an easy sort of baptism of fire because they they had some big units and it was for a goalkeeper. There's a lot of stuff that you have to deal with. Mm. And after sort of midway through the first half, you dealt with a couple of things. I was like, actually, I think he's going to be all right here. And in the end, you you actually had a really good game. Yeah, I played all right. and, And I kept my shirt for six seven games um maybe a bit less but six seven games the club were going through a transition period yeah. as well cardiff at the time and um sorry charlton at the time yeah uh they ended up sacking the manager after the Bright- still Bob Peters, after isn't after it? The Bri- yeah after yeah. the brighton game i think we drew one all 
uh, or when we lost 1-0 uh, mid-table but just wanted to change it up and I think I played one game under the new manager and then after that that was me done um, yeah. Stephen Henderson came back uh, he played the other guy was on the bench like, as I, as I was out of the squad Yet again, going into the summer, no contract. So your contract um, wasn't renewed at this point. It definitely yeah. wasn't renewed. Yeah. Um, it was. It was. It was back to one year ago, but slightly better. Slightly yeah. better. Your profile's a little bit more out there, and you played a few games. Got a few games yeah. under your belt. Yeah. So that summer begins, and you're back on the scene. Yeah. Ringing up people. Yeah. Yeah. Can someone take me, please, for two hundred pound a week? Yeah, what well, it was. You know, like I guess that's the reality of it again. And all of a sudden, you get handed a lifeline. I'm in the Philippines at this point. You're in the Philippines first, right? And then, then you go back. Yeah. Right. And you get handed a lifeline. Yeah. Was the was the Warsaw deal? Was that was it initially a trial? No, it was done here in the Philippines. You did it here in the Philippines. So I was. Um, what was I doing here? I can't remember. What I, was doing. I was probably just like I'm playing national team games, just chilling out and whatever. Uh, I got contacted from the goalkeeping coach over Twitter, of all things, of all things, Twitter. Didn't even have an agent at the time. Like, no. <laughs> there was no need for me to have an agent. No, no, I didn't have no. a career at the time, really. Probably Lanel. Lanel was your agent, <laughs> wasn't he? <laughs> and got a message on Twitter, hey, do you want to play for Walsall? And I was like, y y yeah, that would be, be nice. That would be something new. Um, so we... we, we he was like, when do you fly back into the UK? He's like, oh, I'm back on this date. And he goes, oh, okay, no problem. Well, do you want to come up to Walsall? And we'll give you, you know, we'll give you the, the spiel and do you want to sign? Um, calls me back and was like, what day did you arrive? And I'm like, oh, I'm this day. And he's like, actually, can you come literally the day after you arrive? So I went from the Philippines back into Heathrow. Next day, I drove up to Walsall, drove home. They liked what they heard and saw and whatever and they called me and said like do you want to this is this is what you've got it's kind of a take it or leave it contract there you go didn't really have to think long about it yeah um they initially wanted one year i i said i would like two years please because right. of a bit of security they agreed it the next day i went up and signed the contract and, and then stayed there yeah when you look back and signing that contract it was like uh, tumultuous like six uh, past six months before that you know what were your realizations I want to I take you back to the time when you really had a tough time what were your realizations about you know just life well, when I signed the contract yeah it, it, it was a bit of relief to be honest yeah. I think relief more than anything um I didn't know who I, I didn't know anyone anyone in the dressing room. I didn't know too much about the club. Um, they said I'd be their number one. It was an opportunity to play football, to learn uh, something that I'd never had before. Um, so it was regardless of the money. I, I just wanted to be somewhere where I belonged, where the team would support me, and I knew obviously I had to do my job. Um, yeah, as as just kind of over the moon a little bit but it was it's, it's kind of hard to put into words it's just probably a massive sigh of relief and and after the two years that i had been through 
We'll follow up for that. No, <laughs> no, because I was, uh, I, I visited him at Walsall. Yeah. I watched this game, and he, well, they, they lost that game. And then we had this, uh, we, we drove back to London, and he like, you know, poured his heart out you know, a little bit, and looking back at his, as, at his journey. Mm. And uh, he was, you know, Neil was talking about a lot of the stuff off the field that, uh, you know, he, he wants to pursue as well. Like, you know, the, the time when he had his realizations with, without having a career, you know, he knows that, you know, there are a lot of players like him as well that, yeah. you know, suffered the same fate. Yeah. I mean, so you, uh, you worked with the, at this point with Neil Cutler, the, goal, the yeah. goalkeeper coach, who now is at, is at Aston Villa. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, he, he, so, and that he was... Got linked. He got yeah, linked. Yeah, he got linked. But there's, there's that... That group that you were with in in um, when you first signed have all gone on. Actually, a lot of the sort of the key members of that group have gone on to do really, um, really good things. Mm. Um, that sort of push for that for that first season, you you were sort of in and around the contention a little bit, but you, you didn't leave the top six all season. You, yeah, I think. you were sort of. <sighs> Obviously, ultimately, you fell fell short of, yeah. of of the promotion. But for you personally, it was because I think I, I was I was looking at it up until that point. I think it's twenty five appearances that you'd made mm. league men men's football. Yeah. You've made twenty five appearances before that season. I mean, you probably played forty odd games for the national team at this yeah. point. So really, you, you've 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 almost doubled the amount of games in one season that you've had in your whole career up yeah. until that point I mean playing regular football and, and obviously I think you, you start to garner a little bit of reputation for yourself at, at, at this point did, did you feel that the, the wheels were turning a little bit more now with regards to your career and it was back up on, on track or were you literally just thinking right I've, 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 I've had this bad experience I'm just going to take it day to day take it day to day yeah I think I was happy just to, to be have some sort of security some sort of financial security um, being a place where I felt like I belonged, playing week in, week out, in front yeah. of supporters, enjoying my football. Yeah. You know, learning every day, um, analysing my performances. My, You know my attention to details. My, I don't usually give it away, but my attention to details, it's, you know, yeah, it, it's very high. Um, learning so much, playing... First season, obviously, we got knocked out in the in the semi-finals of the the playoffs. Um, but I learnt so much that year, and and a lot of players in that year were out of contract, and and they obviously moved on. I had a two-year deal and decided to stay. Yeah, decided decided to stay at Walsall. Um, and I probably was able to showcase more in the second season than I was able to in the first season yeah. because of the amount of stuff I had to do in comparison to the the, the, the season before where right. we, we were doing so much better yeah. and I wasn't being used as much. Yeah. And that second season, obviously that was when, uh, it, it, again, the first season, like you, you said, you were kind of, because you were in that, in the mix really for promotion, the second season probably in terms of your league position wasn't as good. No. But from a profile standpoint, you were obviously called to action probably with you know more regularly than than you were the yeah. the season before is is that one of the factors do you think in terms of again your profile elevating and then ultimately there started to be like a level of attraction from from higher suitors yeah yeah there was um it was a very it was a very good season for me yeah uh you know obviously had to do a lot more showcase what i could do a, a lot more 
uh, tough, you know, because I was, I think, such a short period of time, I was expected to be a leader in that dressing room and I'd only been there for a year, but I was like a senior head, <laughs> yeah. new sort of changing room. But in all fairness, you know, you go back to it. I've got that experience from being of the national team. Yeah. You know, with the Azcals, you know, once I've kind of got out that baby uniform of the national team, people tended to look up to me more of as a, um, a senior figure uh, and a leader in the national team. So it wasn't anything new to me. No. It was just in a different environment. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of balancing your own performances along with trying to, to get everyone else to do the job as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it's gone. I mean, now, now we're sort of coming out to, to, to a period that's, you feel as though there's there's some opportunities now on the horizon, right? So I remember that sort of summer, you were quite coy and you always are a little bit, you, you know, like sort of, yeah, there's, there's, there's a bit of interest, there's a bit of this, bit of that. And, you know, he's, he's, he's not mentioned any names, he's not mentioned any clubs. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm quite intrigued to see where, where, where he's going to land. But he, uh, he did not uh, sign his extension with uh, Walsall at the time. Right, because he's, he's done his two years now. So he's finished his second season and now he's... he's there's talk of there's talk of him leaving, and but we didn't. Well, I didn't know. Obviously, you, you knew the options that were on the table. Um, and then it transpires that the move to Cardiff mm. is imminent. How did that? How did that come about? Well, you rewind six months uh, in a January transfer window. Okay. Um, this is January twenty. Good. I'm not not 18. good. Not good of years. We worked this one out. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. Seventeen. Probably six. No, he's about right. 17. 17, 17. 17. Yeah, yeah, 2017. Yeah, about 17, I think. Yeah. And um, to January 2017, Scunthorpe, yeah. who are flying in the league, yeah. are like, we need a new goalkeeper. We need to, to sign Neil. We want him, you know, for the rest of League One, and, and we're going to get promoted to the Championship. This is who we want in our corner. So I was like, yes, here we go, a bit more money. Like, you know what I mean? You know, an opportunity to go at the top of level again and maybe get promoted. Yeah. The bid got rejected yeah. <laughs> out of my control and um, it, it didn't materialise. Um, Cardiff also came in that January transfer window. Okay. Uh, well, maybe didn't come in like, officially, but there was a few yeah. inquiries. And um, once again, Walsall, you know, didn't see the need for me to go, um, which I understand why. Why? Why would they? You know. You know. I was kind of a senior figure, a leader in their dressing room, and there was no need for me to leave the club. Um, so I obviously ended up staying for the rest of the season. Yeah. You know. So I knew there was interest. Well, I knew back then there was interest from Cardiff. They also at the same time wanted to take Lee Camp in that same January transfer window. They ended up taking. Um, McGregor, can't we, uh, yeah. yeah, McGregor uh, on loan from Hull for the rest of the season. So, but you know, going into the summer, you still don't know. Uh, I wasn't a hundred percent sure what was going to go on, and I was linked with a few clubs. And to be honest, the two clubs were Sheffield United mm. um, and Cardiff. Yeah, and I think for me when I met Neil Warnock, it just felt right. Um, it felt like he was going to give me an opportunity. And 
I was extremely happy to sign the contract. Yeah. yeah. You said it felt right. What What was it about the sort of the conversation or the rapport that the two of you struck up that you thought, yeah, this is this is the guy who's gonna, you know, honesty, take my game to the honesty, next level. Honesty, honesty. That's what it was. Yeah. It was honesty. It was. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. You know, in his words, we're gonna bring you and Lee Camp in. Yeah. Lee Camp's gonna be probably injured, maybe injured for the for the first game to second game of the season. We're not sure. Um, but I'll I'll play you. You know, I'll play you first game of the season, and you've basically got that shirt until Campy comes back fit. And when he does, you know, depending on how well you've done, you might have the shirt, you might not. Because Lee Camp's got a, a, a great profile. Yeah. Um, Lee Camp's my age, my age group. And I remember like old, yeah, old, <laughs> no, yeah. Not, Thanks, mate. Yeah, old. Um, and I remember it, 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 growing up, he had a really big reputation at I don't Derby. Know if listening to this. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, he did have a really good reputation. Yeah. Derby had a really good youth team, didn't they? And, and he was goalkeeper there. Um, they played far more games than you had. You know, much, much, much more experience. I think he was in England the twenty one squad. England the twenty ones. Like he, he played a lot more games at a higher level than you mm. had. I mean, that's quite a difficult. Um, of course, managers are going to say what they're going to say, right? So, but he's known for his honesty, Neil, mm, Neil Warnock. Mm, so, obviously, you have to take that on face value. But that, that's a tough, that's a tough head to head. You know, going into that, you, you you have to think, right? I've really got to be on my metal if I'm going to beat this guy out. Were you still confident though of being able to beat him out in a in a one v one battle? You answer that question for me. Well, knowing me as a person. No, I, I think I think you can. But listen, you've also touched on the fact that you've you got insecurities as well. Yeah. So so you can you can you can come out with this and go, oh, you know, I'm a winner, I'm a winner, I'm a winner, which is which is fine, right? It's easy to say now because yeah. you're playing the Premier League, right? But that this is this is probably two years into you playing I regularly. Think, so there there, is, there has to be I an element it, of insecurity. You've got to prove yourself at this level because you haven't done it yet. I wanted to. I think when 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 someone gives me a chance. Yeah. There's not many times I won't take it with both hands and run away with it. Yeah. To get the opportunity, the chance is another thing. Right. Two different things. Yeah. You know, once, you know, there's, there's small things of, you know, did I doubt? Well, yeah, you know, of course I doubted myself. But I never yeah. got given a chance. Yeah, yeah, of course. Cool. Yeah, is yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. You know, you give me a chance to run with it, but yeah. you never, they never give me a chance. Yeah. People never gave me a chance. So I had nothing to run with, you know, I was running nowhere. Yeah. When people gave me a chance at Walsall or obviously at Cardiff, yeah. I never looked back. Yeah. Um, so for me, did I back myself? Yes. Did I still have insecurities? Yeah, because yeah. I didn't play that level week in, week yeah. out. And the first six months at Cardiff, wow, I was definitely finding my feet because I'm definitely not the goalkeeper I was then. Like yeah, now. right, right, right. Uh, I made mistakes, made big mistakes, um, shaky, nervous, wow, you know, st still those elements of playing men's football that I've never played week in, week out yeah. at that level, you know, championship is a big, big, big step up and in, in, in level of football. Um, but luckily we were winning games. Yeah. So the, the cracks were covered, it was not a problem and... Um, yeah, I, I backed myself at that point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how, how did you find that transition, like going from League One into the Championship? I mean, for those who don't know, I mean, the Championship's one of the biggest leagues in the world. Yeah. 
there is absolutely no two ways about it. All right, it's a league below the Premier League, but you know, in terms of you know the money that's there, you know, in terms of the stature of the clubs that are in that league now, viewership, it's 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 up there with one of the biggest leagues in in the world. Um, but how did you find personally that that kind of transition as you went from League One into the Championship? Tough. Yeah. Moving city, um, which is normally not a problem, but you know, finding my feet uh, with my girlfriend at the time, fiance now, but you know, moving away, living together, um, really new team. You know, yeah. it's always tough when you've got a new team. It's always, it's always who you're going to get on with, who you're not, what you got to do. Yeah. You know. Um, Are you quite good in those scenarios? Oh, horrific. Oh, yeah. You know, I think, uh, because I think I'm a very different person. Yeah. I'm quite, I can be quite loud. Once I'm I'm comfortable in a situation, I'm loud. Yeah. Once I'm not comfortable in a situation, I kind of listen and try to put my input in when I can. I won't overpower people that I don't know. I don't want to come across as taking the room over. Yeah. not the best. No. no. Um, so how, yeah, how, long, how long do you think it, it took for you to kind of find months. your fight in the changing room? Six yeah? months. Yeah. yeah, it took me six months. And this is even with you playing week in, week, week out. Week in, week out. Yeah. Week in, week out. Um, looking back at it now, you know, bearing in mind New Year's Day, bad news. I didn't play, did I? Yeah. Yeah. The game I was going to come watch you. Yes, you <laughs> can have tickets for the game. Yeah, no problem. Blah, blah, blah. Chris, I'm not playing, mate. <laughs> uh, not so good. Not so good. You can come to watch, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just on the bench yeah. that game. So that was tough. That, yeah. was, that was another period. You know, we're doing great in the league. Um, we're doing really well in the league. I think we're still at the time top top three, top four. Yeah. Um, Gaffer pulls me New Year's Eve. Neil, I'm not going to play tomorrow. Happy New Year. <laughs> I didn't say that bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like, great. So it was, that was frustration. It was anger. It was, oh, have I lost my spot? All those things, all those emotions go through through again. Yeah. yeah so. So what? You, you, have, you got somewhere you'd rather be? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, I have to. A hair know. appointment? No. I'm done Massage. With that. You got a massage? No, I'm, I'm, I'm actually working. So I'll see you in Bacolod. When are you? Yeah, I travelled half around the world to do this, mate. You should have shoot off, like. Yeah, but you're going to Buffalo, right? Oh ah, yeah, cool. Yeah, no worries. The... Yeah. I'm, I'm working then, mate. So don't 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 talk to me then, please. <laughs> Come on, go. Right, Hurry right, up. You're gonna right. miss your bus. Okay, so Sir just left. He had to um, vacate the premises because he's got a uh, more important engagement to get to. How do you feel about that? Slightly disappointed. Ah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we'll make we'll, we'll make we'll make it's it work. Right. It's not a problem. We'll make it work. Yeah. He, he he doesn't really like you that much, so no. I'll I'll try and. I just I'll have to remember f- it when he wants to interview me after. That's game right. Yes, yeah. so when he wants a free ticket. Yeah. When he invites you know those, those things in the back of your mind, where you think like, I remember that time when you helped me out. Well, you did. That's it. You left, so I might just start my interview and leave halfway through and see well, how it well, feels. <laughs> That's how I'm do actually yeah. next time. Why not, Neil? Can I have an interview? How's it? Yes, yeah, so they're really good. Thank you. Game was really yeah. Got to go, mate. Yeah, I'm off. Yeah, I've got to tell you something really, really important. But I'm going. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, so he's gone. 
I think we get into sort of more recent events now anyway. Yeah. So hopefully this will be a bit fresher in your memory. Yeah. Because it's not the best, is it? That we've already established it's scattered. that. It's but, very scattered. We're, we're only one season off where we're the current day. So we yeah. should be okay. Um, but I want to, re- yeah, go back in, going back in time to the promotion season. Mm. Um, so we t- touched on the New Year's Day game where you were, um, you were taking out the lineup, but then you were reinstated for, for, for the next game. So it's kind of full steam ahead now um, for the home stretch of that mm-hmm. season. At what point do you think, oh, oh, oh my gosh, we've, we've got a really good chance of, of getting promoted here? Not what game of the season. Really? That yeah. late? That late? What, 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 why, so, why, why so late in, so, in the season? Uh, if I remember correctly, we, we, we're, we're doing well. Yeah. We're doing all right. And we're just ticking over games. We're winning them. Uh, we're, we're putting points on the board. But Fulham are on our tails. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, they're on our tails. And, and, and they're um, probably at this point, they're playing unbelievable football. I think they were 28 games unbeaten. Yeah. Or, or, I don't know this. Uh, they were a lot yeah, of games yeah. unbeaten at this point. Getting know? a lot of plaudits as well that season yes. for how they're playing. Yeah. You know, they were near the bottom of the league come November, Christmas time. And they just went on this unbelievable run where yeah. they just couldn't, couldn't lose, basically. Yeah. Um, I remember... It was between us and them and we were third and second and third and you know we were swapping positions and we flew to to Norwich and they had the later kickoff. Um we won our game, I believe did I concede? I always go off games if I can yeah, see yeah, yeah. but I think I don't think I concede. I think we won one nil. Right. Two nil. I think we won two nil late in the game. We right. won I think two nil late in the game. Um, got on the plane they kicked off and they were playing Brentford uh, I won't forget got off the plane as just as we landed it was like four minutes to go right so we've just landed you know turn on your phone yeah turn your phone on yeah so everyone turns on their phone oh it's 1-0 oh no god oh. the plane then just erupts Brentford has scored. <laughs> like, yeah. Brentford has scored. Like, oh, wow. Like, that's when I started to believe. Yeah. That was like, wow. That late this, in the season. Yeah. 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 Right at the end. Um, wow. This could be, you know, that's, the, that's only three, four games in the, I think fourth game in the real, real near the end. Yeah. Um, and what's the mood in the camp? Like, is, is the gaffer going? Is he even talking about it? Is he even acknowledging? Is do he your just. Own job. Yeah. You know, do your own job and what will be will be. You've done great. Keep going. Yeah. Um, some great, oh, some great memories from that season. I know it's now close to the time, like yeah. uh, you know, Sheffield United away. We we were losing one nil. They're a good team. We nick a last minute equaliser from Anthony Pilkington, who who hadn't been in the squad all season, right? Like, and he just comes on out of nowhere. Oh, the 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 feeling was yeah. just unbelievable. That's you know, maybe eight games towards the end of the season, six games towards the end of the season. Um, but yeah, going to yeah, Fulham going back to the, the plane. Yeah, you know we, we um, were over the moon. They didn't take us because if they won that game, they would have gone back into second. Right. And um, because they dropped points, and I think our goal difference was better. Uh, yeah. Or maybe we were a point ahead or whatever it was. We we stayed in second position. Yeah. And they put us in a great great situation going into the last three games of the season, right. I believe. Yeah. With one in hand against Derby. 
which got called off. That was the, the rescheduled game. Yes. Yeah. So there's a funny story about the Derby game. We um, we travelled up. Uh, it was a Tuesday night game. I believe it was on TV. Pretty sure it was. And we we drove there. We didn't we didn't we didn't fly. It's about three and a half hours. Right. So we drive there. We play the game, and I remember making a big save in the first half. Big big save, and we end up going one nil into the halftime break. Up. Up. Yeah. One nil up, and. Unfortunately, we end up losing the game, I think, 3-1 yeah. in the end. It was quite a grudge match, that game as well, wasn't it? After what happened. Yes. Yeah. There was a bit of... A, a bit of needle, wasn't it, in that game? A bit of things happened off the field. Yeah. Because um, it got, got cancelled. Um, they were a good team. They were in the playoffs yeah. as well that year. We knew it was going to be tough. But if we had won that game, we were pretty much over the line. Right. I think if we had won that game, we only needed one point from the last two games. Right. Uh, and and we'd, we'd be comfortable with that do you know mm. what I mean it, it wasn't a problem uh, so we ended up losing that game um, felt physically sick after the game I remember going straight to the toilet yeah like blown it gagging just you know like wow this, the, the, the tables are turned last week Norwich yes now wow okay we might have just blown it here because we knew we had Holloway Reading at home right Reading were fighting for their lives Hull had nothing to play yeah. for um so is the mood in the camp that you think don't know. Blown, yeah, blown the camp, blown I remember coming home that night oh wow it must have walked through my door at about 2.30 in the morning or 3 o'clock in the morning uh, that's about 2.30 in the morning I remember Alex my fiance just, just standing there at the top of the stairs and she goes don't say it she shouts at me <laughs> uh, she, uh, she goes do you not want to get promoted <laughs> And they're like, right, salt in the moon, twist the knife if you want. Like, what I like about her is, yeah, she's got, she's so accommodating, isn't she? She knows when you, you, know, you must be feeling bad. And she says all the right things. You know what I mean? Oh, Do you brilliant. not want to get promoted? What are you lot doing? It's like, brilliant. oh, cheers. I love it. Shout cheers. out to Alex. Wonderful. Thanks. Thank you very much. Like, oh, okay, yeah, great. So I couldn't sleep that night. Yeah. But, like, but yeah, that was tough. But we had to pick ourselves up again. Yeah. You know what I mean? We travelled again away, whole, and we flew this time up on the Friday night, Saturday. Once again, nervy game. You know, it's always nervy because you don't want to concede. Yeah. At the same time, you know you need to win the game. Um, I want to get back to the promotion. I want to get back talking about Neil Warnock. Um, like, is, is there a level of comfort or a level of sort of confidence in him because he's been there and done it. Like obviously a lot of you guys, in, some of you might've been part of promotion pushes before, but you certainly hadn't up until this point. Um, and he's been part of many. Like, mm. is there a level of like, yeah. he's, he's been there, he's seen it, he's done it. Yeah. He's gonna get us across the line. I think when you've been promoted once or twice, you know. Funnily enough, we went on the Christmas do um, and, and Matthew O'Connolly, you may, you know, played for QPR, played yep. for Watford. Uh, started off at Arsenal he's been with the gaffer a few times um, do you know when you know you know he said to me at Christmas the Christmas do he said um, we're getting promoted this year and I'm like mate we're halfway through the season we've still yeah. got no we're getting promoted when you know you know yeah and I think the gaffer knew right the gaffer knew he'd been in this situation many a times before that he knew that he had a bunch of players that would run through a brick wall do what they had to do to get across the line. The, the line is now so near. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if we, we, we stumble over it, we, you know, crawl up, 
getting over the yeah. line is the main thing. Yeah. And that is it. And, and, and he instills that into, into each player, including myself. Yeah. It's all about winning. Do you know what it is? What it is? What is that magic formula? Can you put your finger on it? What was it about the, uh, about um, about that group at, at the Christmas party where the player was like, "Right now we're gonna get we're gonna get promoted this year." Like, can he? Can he? Is it something tangible? Is it something that is 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 something that is it something you can feel? Is it something you can see? Like, what good players, good team, team definitely being one of the strongest words. Leaders, yeah. In the dressing room, yeah, a mix of ambitious players, ambition, and experienced heads. Right. Bearing in mind the gaffer in that summer brought in myself, Mendes yeah. Lang, few players who were unexperienced yet ambitious. Right. So having that mix, that concoction of, 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 like I said, all that stuff of of of, of experience. People have played in the league. People have had been promoted. People have played in the World Cup yeah. or going to the World yeah. Cup at one point um, and, and the people who are just biting and waiting and, and, and wanting their chance mm. people who like myself have been given a chance and do not want to lose grip yeah you know he, he just he has the right he, he has the he has everything spot on yeah so you get to that final game I remember, I remember watching the game. There was a, there was a real buzz about that game because there was just this realization that um, we're gonna have. I'm glad a, you had a buzz about we, it. We, we, oh yeah, <laughs> you must have been bricking it. But oh, oh yeah, yeah. I was so nice. Linnell actually flew over for the game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Linnell flew over for the game and um, Linnell Korea, who is a friend of the group. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, it was it was a, it was a period of, of of time where you know. I wish I could have everyone who is a part of my life getting to that stage right. there. And I know it sounds yeah, soppy yeah, yeah. and emotional. No, 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 I get it. Yeah. And and Lou, you know, I've known you for a very long time and you're busy with the family and Lou is there and I'm like I said to look this may never happen again. Right. Like after all this stuff that <laughs> I have been through in my career. Yeah. I have a chance to go to the promised land. Yeah. I said you can't miss it. Yeah. You can't, like you know. And yeah. Then, um, going into that game, I, I couldn't even tell you what I was feeling. I was really no. numb. Actually, I tell you what. I, I tell you, going into that game, I was so nervous. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> the whole week. Don't give we, us this tough guy no, beside you. The whole week. I, yeah. The whole week, I was nervous. I was. I'm guessing everyone was though, right? Yeah. Like me and Lou with that. We're trying to keep it normal though, and that's the thing. I think if you think about it too much. Yeah you just get you overwhelm yourself with yeah. the situation so you try to keep it as normal as possible right we were going out we were walking the dogs we took the dog somewhere we we tried to take my mind off it that week as much as we could and yeah. then just let saturday be saturday and yeah. what will be will be yeah um do you want to paint the picture of what would happen like the last game of the season or no you go ahead so story. They, the last game of the season basically um we had reading at home and Fulham, who were one point behind us, they had Birmingham away. Bearing in mind, Fulham had not dropped points since Christmas. Mm -hmm. You know, not lost since Christmas. And Birmingham need a win to, to stay up? Or they're in a relegation battle, Bir aren't they? Birmingham in a relegation battle with Reading. But Reading in a stronger position. That's Reading right. only Sorry, needed yeah, a point. Yeah, yeah, right. uh, Birmingham, dependent on other results, but also yeah. 
needed to win, but probably yeah. a more of a yeah. point, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. What can I say? But the game was, for us, it was dead. You know, yeah. we, we just, we, we didn't want to attack. We didn't, <laughs> we just defended. We didn't know what to do. Um, how to describe it? Like, so, so we're going through the game and I've been through it before with Walsall. Um, where you'll have a cheer and you think something's happened at another game but it hasn't really happened at right. another game and you think, oh yeah, but you don't know in the, in the picture, yeah. you have no idea. Anyway, so the last game of the season against Reading, we're there and we, there's a uproar. It's like we've scored a goal. Yeah. yeah. Birmingham go one nil up. Yeah. And we're just assuming they do, but they do. <laughs> um, 20 minutes later, another raw Birmingham of all people have gone two nil up. Like this is surreal. <laughs> this yeah. is not happening. Yeah. Uh, half time nil nil in your get, game in my game yeah. and, and their game and we walk in the dressing room we're like you know we don't care what's just happened we're like what's happening in yeah. the game what's happening um, Birmingham were 2 nil up the, the, the enjoyment yeah. and then you know you've got the experience I'm saying the experience heads oi we've got 45 got minutes yeah. focus 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 45 minutes and, and it's it's ours yeah um, wow um Playing the game, it's still a dead game. It's nil-nil. Nothing's really happening, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, and you hear a massive sigh from the crowd. <laughs> and you don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fulham have scored. Uh, it's 2-1. Yeah. And Fulham are renowned for, for, Come, for coming yeah. back yeah, and doing yeah, yeah. what they do best. And uh, we thought, oh no. So, But we didn't want to go gung-ho and score yeah, a goal because yeah. we concede and we're, we're yeah. out of it. Yeah. You know, I think their goal difference was better than ours at the point as well. Right. So if they got the point and we lost, they're going up and right. we're losing out on goal difference. Yeah, I think yeah. that was a situation. Um, last 10 minutes of the game, I just remember like, Reading were, were secure. They knew they were secure uh, from relegation. So they were just keeping the ball. Yeah. We were letting them have the yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. We don't want the ball. You keep the ball, but just keep it as far away from our goal, but we won't attack you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was great. And... Um, I think I I believe just that was it. Maybe eighty eight minutes in both games. There's a massive uproar, and I think Birmingham have gone. For, I think they've gone three one up. Yeah. And we're just like, what's going? Like everyone's like the pick. The I think at one point the referee on eighty eight minutes. So the goalkeeper's got the ball and he's passed out to the centre back, and the centre back's literally just stood with the ball under his foot because right. they're happy. We're yeah, happy. Yeah, draw's good enough for everyone. Yeah, and the referee's blown his whistle. And fans start running on the pitch and we're like, and we're like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it hadn't finished. The right. game hadn't finished. Right. <clears throat> the referee was like, excuse me, we've got a game to play. Move the ball. Right. Don't be yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get, we have to get, that's like a five minute delay. So we have to get everyone off the field. Yeah. We're there. Um, the goal kick's retaken and they're literally like just passing it between three, the goalkeeper, the centre halfs, and we're like half jogging across, like, oh, it's surreal. Uh, wow, final whistle goes and yeah. it was just, just, um, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. If you want to catch the third episode of his uh, three-part special, subscribe to us on YouTube, download our episodes on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. Also, drop a comment para tuloy-tuloy itong Across the Line.